to wine spirits and, and witches. witches this is monica and this is shauna and we're your high priestess for this evening and tonight we have da 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 space daddy jarell hello hi how hi. you doing i'm great how are you two ah I have a bone to pick with you, my friend. Oh, shit. What did I do? Well, I don't know, but you didn't really give me the heads up about you, and I had the month of fuckery. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I will be glad when it's July, and I hope July is going to be a better month. That's all I know. You know what? I'm going to second that. Like, well, <laughs> May was kind of fucked up for me, too. So, like, it was just kind of this continuation that was super screwed up. I feel like June was the calm down. So... I mean, wasn't as yeah. bad, but yeah. holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, I, I hear you with that. I mean, like, I remember from last month, you know, I, I, I did say I probably didn't hype up all the crazy as much as I <laughs> probably could have or should have. But, yeah, no, there was definitely some crazy that happened last month, especially toward the end. It was it was a lot. Yes. Um, for I mean, I, for a lot of us to handle. I mean, like. Yes. Just nuts. But I remember last month I did say, like, you know, this is the month where, you know, we need to kind of slow our roll. <laughs> you know, we need to kind of take things easy and not be too crazy because there was a lot of stuff that happened earlier in the year when I remember uh, saying. Um, it's going to be a repeat, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why I was saying, like, start, you know, thinking about what it is you want to project into your future, really evaluate, you know, the things that you want. And, you know, when the time is right to be active, which would have been like, you know, April, maybe, you know, the beginning of May to do that. Um, but then as you've planted those seeds for what you want to manifest, the great things and stuff like that, now it's time to like really just slow things down, let nature kind of take its course because it could possibly mess you up you know or maybe not you know it really depends you know with all of these um transits that happens there's definitely some transits that are going to hit some people more than others mm -hmm. right and it really depends on what's in your own personal natal chart yeah. you know and there are uh people out there where they have a lot of planets in their natal charts that are uh, concentrated in, you know, certain parts. Right. But definitely this is a year where if you have a lot of placements in your natal chart that are in any of the fixed signs, so Aquarius, Scorpio, Leo, Taurus, um, there's going to be a lot of times in this year where it's probably going to hit you hard. You know what I mean? I so know. and. For all of us in that room, that's all of us in this room. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. You know, it's like, um, I think outside, I mean, I don't know your yours too much, Monica, but. Um, where was I the whole month of June? I wasn't present. I don't even know where the fuck I was. <laughs> down. The university, the universe, like, struck me down. Yeah. Struck me down. But I'm, t I'm talking about, like, your chart. Like, oh, I, don't, oh. I don't know too much what's in your chart, but I, I know for all of us, like, we've got a lot of, like, strong Aquarius, Scorpio, Leo placements. I don't know if any of us have, I like, have Taurus. That. That's my entire big three. I have, I have no Taurus in my chart. So, like. I don't think I do either. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's where it is. And then there are some points which, um, 
the end of June, early July, it's going to hit people with cardinal signs. So if you have Aries, Libra, um, Cancer, Capricorn, it might hit you in some ways. Oh, great. Dude, I'm basically almost all Capricorn. I remember you telling yeah. me at the beginning of this year, like, the end of the year is what's going to be rough. Yeah. Well, I'll drink to that. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Oh, what are we what drinking? are you drinking, my friend? <laughs> yeah, right? Clink. 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 Uh, Clink. I can't reach. Okay. I'm drinking a really, really sweet rosé. It's almost more like juice. Mm. And normally I wouldn't like that, but tonight it's really good. Um, I feel like this is one of those dangerous wines because you're like, oh, this tastes great. And then before and you, you know it, you're like a bottle of half. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. 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 Well, I'm rolling with my rolling rock tonight. And what about you, Jero? Well, I'm drinking something Shauna mixed for me earlier. I've never actually had this before, but I've heard about oh, it. Yeah, and it Dr. is Jack. it is a, a Dr. Jack. Dr. Is that Jack. what it's called? <laughs> well, that's what Ricky calls it. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a whiskey and Dr. Pepper, and it's a fantastic combination. Yeah. Nice. That's good. good. This good. is made really well. Thank you. I was wondering because I, I initially poured it and I think I made it a little weak. I think because Monica's here, so in my head, I'm like, all the drinks have to be super weak. Oh and I'm like, no, no, I don't have to do that. This is for Jarell. This isn't for Monica. So I put more in. I'm like, I hope that was good. I was like, kind of worried. So good. I'm glad. No, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Ricky calls it a Dr. Jack. I don't know like if you went to a bar if they would know that what that is, but I mean... Dr. Pepper Jack Daniels, like yeah, I yeah. like that. Yeah, I like there you that. Go. Can I tell you about this really weird dream that I had? Oh yeah, you never of, heard that. I thought you did. I no? thought you didn't tell me that. Oh. Okay. <laughs> all right. So I had this bizarre fucking dream. I don't. I don't know what the fuck this is all about. But I had a dream that Oprah got really mad at Lemmy frontman of motorhead and metallica <laughs> that they had like satanic hymns in their songs and so she like went on this whole like rampage about it and we're like okay like that's weird like sure because you know you always hear that if you play like music backwards blah 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 but i don't i think that was mostly like led zeppelin and stuff like i don't think that was ever like motorhead and metallica but whatever so like oprah went on this big tirade about it and she like went to the rainbow room because Lemmy used to live there, <laughs> right? And she like went there and like went to the. She wanted to talk to him. Then like the whole time that like I'm hearing about this, I'm like, that's weird. Like he's dead. Like I don't know what she's <laughs> doing. Like she's all this tirade against this dead guy. All right. And she ordered a Lemmy, which is a I think it's a Jack and Coke or something like that. Or like anyway. And so I guess she ordered it at the bar thinking that that meant that, like, he would come downstairs to talk to her. But he didn't. So then she got even more mad and sued him. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And the whole time, I'm like, how do you sue a dead guy? Anyway, that was my dream. That's so weird. (laughs) That's so bizarre. I'm dreaming about fucking parakeets and and toilet paper rolls. and, (laughs) And you're dreaming about Oprah. Okay. What the, okay, and can I just say, <laughs> the fucking dream dictionary that I have doesn't have Oprah in it. Oh, wow. I think she's just such like a fucking like, icon. I mean, do. Yeah. 
do it's do weird. people dream about Oprah though? Like, I mean, it's fucking Oprah. Like, who? I, oh, I guess <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, it's Oprah. Like, I mean, I guess that's true. I mean, that that is a pretty cool thing. Where like, I mean. I mean, I don't know a lot of people that know her personally, but I always think that's cool when you dream about a celebrity because it's like when you wake up from it, you're like, oh, that was totally a dream because I don't know them. Yeah, I had a dream that I met it's like Paul McCartney a couple of weeks ago. It was like, that was real. Remember I told you yeah. about that? I met Paul McCartney. He was at this like theater and I noticed him and he was in the hallway and I followed his ass and I had a conversation with him and he told me he was moving and he lived on Burbank Boulevard and I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's crazy, yeah. I've been having some really whacked out dreams. So that was one of them. And I think I called you with some of my other dreams the other day. I, yeah. I don't remember what they were now. Yeah, But yeah. I've been... I need to start writing them down because, like, they're just... I'm yeah, like, yeah, that's really so what does that mean? Yeah, normally when I dream, I dream... And, and, well, when people are in my dream, I don't know them. But it's almost like in the dream I've known them, like, my whole life. Yeah, but, you know, they you say know? that you don't dream about anybody that you haven't physically seen like in your you lifetime. Like, you recognize the face. Like, you're, like... Right. Yeah. yeah, so even though you may not know them, you have seen them in your lifetime. Every time I dream about my cousin, instead of her like looking like herself she looks like that fucked up bunny from donnie darko (laughs) oh my god for fucking years like that's just what she looks like and but in my head like i know who it is wow that's so i haven't thought of that movie in so long that's such a great that's like og Mm -hmm. all right let's let's get to the (laughs) podcast now let's get to the show I'm just saying, like, Oprah needs to, like, lay off money. Like, yeah, the yeah. man's dead. It's okay. Yeah, seriously. Leave him alone. Anyway, <laughs> take it away, Jarrell. <laughs> All right. Okay, so July 2022. Yeah. Um, this, this is going to be... I hate to say a little bit more of that same energy from June. Um, whether it's going to be uh, better or worse or kind of just the same, really, again, it, it depends on what's in your personal natal chart um, to really determine that. But generally, honestly, like when I look at what's going on in the charts every day for July, there's a lot of stuff happening. Ugh. But when you look at the bigger picture, they all kind of just sort of meld into each other and they just kind of all... You know, it, it just feels like one big, huge movement. You know what I mean? So it, I think for some people, you'll kind of experience July as more of the same, uh, more of that energy that you kind of have to roll with. You know, whether or not you need to find a rock to hide underneath, like, I don't want to say, like, you necessarily have to try to do that. Excuse me, sir. This is Wine Spirits and Witches. We hide in cannolis here. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you have to try to find a cannoli to hide under. <laughs> or inside of the two. Yes, go ahead. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't know why that got me. That's so funny. <laughs> okay. I love you, Monica. You cracked me. <laughs> what did I tell you about? Okay, so, <laughs> um, so, um, <laughs> yeah, but Ju- July really is kind of, I I would say it's it's a lot of the same, but it 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 could go either way. I think for a lot of people, it could go that way where it's just crazy. I mean, like I know 
just going back to June, a lot of crazy stuff happened, especially toward the end of the month. The energy got really like frenetic and crazy. Um, but, you know, from the bigger picture side, you know, it it could have been whatever's. But, you know, the thing is, sometimes with these transits, certain things will hit. But when they hit, it doesn't mean that something isn't happening but sometimes it's just so out of your field of vision mm. you know what i mean it's it's kind of like how sometimes something will happen but you are nowhere in your life at that moment in time where you would know that it's happening until like the end of that cycle hits and you're like oh my gosh i'm meeting face to face with that thing that happened and it happened at that time that I thought nothing happened. Mm. You know what I mean? Sometimes that's that's what happens. And that's why it's important to like keep track sometimes of really big transits because even if something's not happening, it doesn't mean it's not going to show up at some point. And you're like, what the heck? Like, why didn't I see this before? And then you find out when that thing started or when it came to be or when it was conceived. And you're like, oh, it happened around that time. I got that warning. Like, oh, around this time. But it just wasn't in my field of vision. Mm. You know what I mean? Sometimes that's stuff that that does happen. Um, but with that being said, going back to just recap on like the end of June, I mean, come on, like... I I don't know I was angry oh, with yeah. what happened um but you know politics aside like that just being really like I feel like it just really gross. Kind of tipped a lot upside down and there's a lot of anger there's a lot of fear and there's just a lot of I I don't I don't know I guess like I just always felt so secure with all of that so that when it got yeah. overturned I was like wow this is making me feel like I have to question a lot of foundation of things that I just never thought about yeah. before like I never had to think about these things so like not even about things in a political way it's just something that was always very securely in place and my life was just like boop overnight yeah and I think a lot of people felt the same way so there's this very strange like shift happening mm -hmm. and it's yeah because it's kind of like i'm like you know usually like i kind of have an idea of which way the pendulum's gonna swing but this time i'm just like well i don't i don't know what's up right now and that and that's the thing you know the the stars will tell us what energies are going to be present you know at certain points in the year in the future but i don't really know and i couldn't tell you like how exactly that's going to happen i all i can say is like okay well the energy is there for it and this is what that energy can manifest as. And I remember, like, if if I recall what what we were talking about in in June, I was like, yeah. So around this time, around the twenty fourth, you know, you know, Venus and the Moon, something. <laughs> and I, I don't recall exactly what I said, but I was like, we were we're we're gonna be at a point energetically where we need to start reevaluating, you know, the things that we really know and love and value in our lives, and see how we need to start moving forward with things. And as it turned out, on the twenty fourth, on a Venus day, on a Friday, it happened, you know, um, and that's really crazy and being that the end of june also ended with that new moon you know um new moon in cancer you know that that really is a significant energy anytime you're dealing with a new moon or sometimes people call it a dark moon um that is really the time to start planting seeds 
for a new beginning, a new way of perceiving something, a new way of, you know, um, acting or a new way of fill in the blank, right? And in light of recent events, I think people really, whether they ritualize that or not, really started thinking about that and how they wanted to. It's almost like you were propelled and like had to, <laughs> you know? And I don't want to say unfortunately, but the way it's going, I, the way a certain month ends, sometimes that's how a month, the next month will begin. And that's how July is beginning. We're ending on, you know, um, this note with June of a lot of crazy stuff happened. How do I start recouping? And yeah there's always a transitionary period you know what i mean it's kind of like when you see style trends in fashion it's like trends just don't completely like stop <laughs> you know right. in their tracks there's always like that carry over and then you know you have someone like three weeks later <laughs> that was so last week you know what i mean yeah, like exactly. there's always that so there's always that transition so what someone experiences today another person will experience it the next week at that same extremity but there's always that like overlap right you know i've noticed that when i like ask people like in readings like whenever there's like for instance like a mercury retrograde i'll go like so how's this mercury retrograde treating you and it's interesting to see how it does yeah. go like that where it's like you've got the people where it's oh my god like you know the beginning's terrible and then you see the other people where mm -hmm. it starts in the middle and like you do see that and i always figure it must have something to do maybe with their chart it, it it totally does because like let's say mercury just as an example right it, it doesn't matter if it's mercury or like a different planet let's say it starts moving backward and you count the degrees you know like let's say it started its retrograde at i don't know 13 degrees gemini right so it's going to start moving backwards in degrees and then the next day it'll be at 12 degrees the day after that it'll be at 11 degrees and if you're looking at your chart if on your natal chart like let's say you have um mars at 10 degrees of Gemini, right? As soon as Mercury hits that 10th degree as it's going backwards, then you can say like, oh, the way that I Mars things is going to really get messed up by the way Mercury is retrograding right now because, but then that's just one person. You might have nothing at 10 degrees Gemini, but you might have something at like, let's say, um 15 degrees gemini so when mercury starts going direct again and then hits that point then you'll feel something okay. during the shadow yeah. you know what i mean so it really depends does that make sense yeah, it makes perfect so sense. It, it really depends on what's in your natal chart and how these transits are going to hit you mm. or affect you i should say because they don't always hit you sometimes it's a you know yeah yeah. slap on the wrist yeah. <laughs> or you know what I mean yeah but starting with July now I mean there's a lot of intense energies happening and we are getting a little bit of that um splash over with Gemini energy a little bit um just double checking yes <laughs> so <laughs> um so the thing is, we've got 
and I'm not going to give specific like dates this time around um, just because I feel like if we can just understand the general movement of where the planets are going. So I'm going to be talking mostly about ingresses because there's five uh, this month. So, um, but basically we've still got some crossover um, Gemini energy that's happening. And remember that Gemini energy is very stimulating and it's very quick moving and adaptable and stuff like that. And we've got, you know, a few planets that are still in that. We've got um, uh, Venus that is going through that. We've got Mercury that is leaving it. Um, right now and that's at the beginning of July so there's still a little bit of that like frantic Can scattered you say that energy one more time because I think we might have been a, a little cut off on the mic what was that oh um so we've got a little bit of that frantic uh, Gemini energy that very stimulated yeah. creative energy uh, we've got um, Venus and Mercury that are still finishing their um, cycle in Gemini uh, before they move at the very beginning of the month um, into Cancer, right? So um, that being said, I just want to double check. Yeah. Um, so um, at the very beginning of the month, um, and actually July 1st, we've got some really good energy with mercury mercury is still in his sign of gemini and where he ends up is actually in a very prime position so on friday july 1st i'm gonna say if you're a magical person that is the day to do any kind of magic around writing you know or communication or any kind of like quick transaction that you want to have a good long-term effect so if you're like publishing something or you're signing a contract and this is july 1st you know so it's coming up really soon really 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 soon but with that being said that energy will still be around on the second you know so it's not going to be as strong but it's it'll still be around um but we got to take advantage of that really good Gemini energy because uh, we've got Mercury there, you know, and that's kind of amazing to have Mercury in the sign of Gemini. Um, with that being said, July 4th is Independence Day. America. America. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, that is a day I hate to say I'm concerned about. Oh, <laughs> so, boy. Is it going to be something ironic? Is it ironic that it's happening on the 4th of July? Yeah. Are we infringing on more people's freedoms or something? I don't know. I hope not. I hope it's not that. But one thing I will say is we are going to be experiencing something that actually happens like every year and a half to two years. Uh, but um, if we're looking at the um, natal chart for america for the united states of america we are going to be hitting our mars return okay so kind of like a saturn return but a mars return right so sounds very like puberty angst <laughs> that's my uneducated guess so here. i mean okay so we we've all heard of like a saturn return right you know and that happens that's a cycle that lasts roughly 27 to like 30 years a mars return is like 
one and a half to two and a half years. It just kind of depends because uh, Mars's um, cycles are really not consistent. Um, but I mean, we we experience returns all the time. Like every time it's your birthday, you know what that is? That's your solar return. Right. You know, and every time, um, you know, if you look at your chart, if your own personal chart, if you have like the moon in Gemini, you experience your lunar return literally every month at mm -hmm. some point. You know what I mean? So with that being said, when it comes to the personal planets, the faster moving planets, like seeing them return to the exact spot that they were in the natal chart is not uncommon, but it's a great opportunity, a great opportunity to see how cycles end and begin anew. And so, interestingly enough, we have um, a Mars return, uh, America's Mars return is happening on Independence Day. And the last time we had Mars um, returning to his original spot, you want to guess what day that is? Or was? It was January 6th. 2021 really yeah so this is literally oh, the God. end of what happened that day <laughs> dude i just got like chills <laughs> like, man like okay and how interesting considering all of the news that's been happening this is why i'm kind of concerned about that day like um i don't know, you know I think what's you gonna called it january 6th too yeah. didn't you say that that was gonna be weird energy around then too? yeah yeah i did and so we're right. really gonna see how that cycle is ending from when that started and what's the newest and greatest it's gonna happen in the next mars cycle for america so um, I don't know what that energy is going to be. All I can say is the way we started, right, um, with July is with a lot of that Gemini energy. So there's a lot of, you know, commotion in the air, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of talk right now. There's a lot of figuring out what our options are and what we need to reevaluate. That's all I can say, and that's what the energy is. So how that I just, actually... I want to jump in real quick, because I know that some of our listeners live in different countries. So I'm, I'm sure that, you know, some of you guys have heard of, you know, the dumb shit that's happening within, like, the U.S. Supreme Court. And for the sake of trying to not get into politics and keep this, like, a witchy space instead of a political one, I'm not going to get too much into it, even though, you know, it sucks and it's bullshit. Um, but I want to know, like... Are, are you guys are your countries going crazy too right now is it is it just us like i mean i know that we have stuff going on with like russia and the ukraine but like i know that we've got some people that listen from germany from england from brazil there's there's a couple different places that i know there's more these are just the people that i know and i've spoken to but just if you're listening and you're in a different country like is your country going insane too like yeah. Just, I'm, I'm curious to see. Yeah, how much I'd of be the interested world... to know too, because I, you know, yeah. yeah, I'd love to know. But yeah, the it, it's crazy. Like Independence Day, there's actually a lot of stuff happening that day. Also on July Fourth, we have two ingresses that are going to be happening that day. We have Mars going into. I mean, so at the beginning of the day, that's when we're going to hit that exact Mars return at like 29 degrees. Um, of Aries, right? 
but later in the into the night uh, Mars is gonna ingress into Taurus um, and that in itself is a crazy energy uh, because Mars we know is the planet of getting stuff done it's the planet of action right but Mars and Taurus is not a fun combination because Mars is in detriment in that sign you know we have planets where they they love to be in that sign because they're um, domicile or they're at home or they're exalted you know it's like that's their party sign right <laughs> but this is not Mars's like favorite sign you know he's he's the warrior and he wants to jump into battle with a sword and a shield when he gets into Taurus it's like you're giving him a dress and flowers and he's gonna try to win the battle with that not that you can't and not that he can't right per se but it's not the conventional way that he would so when you think about what Mars is gonna fight for in that kind of circumstance you know he's gonna fight for things that matter with the heart you know what I mean um, he's gonna or for comfort you know what I mean so fighting for things that sustain life you know, food, maybe, um, supplies. And this is maybe. July 5th? 4th. 4th. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Guess what else is happening on July 4th? <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm going to just start making my giant comfort cannoli now. Oh, my God. I'll just, I'm going to show up in August. Fuck this entire month. We're not even a whole weekend. I'm done. <laughs> this one's a little better, though. This okay. is this is Mercury ingressing into Cancer. So Mercury is finally getting out of that Gemini space, going into Cancer. Uh, and he doesn't hate that sign, but he doesn't love it either. It's just kind of like a, a neutral zone for him. But where... Mercury's job is to express and to communicate, right? He's going to be doing it in a very Cancerian way, which is very much um, in a way of emotional reasoning, you know? He's going to really start expressing what he feels is right, you know? So this can go either way. This can be people starting to express themselves and, like, jumping the gun and not really, like you know, censoring themselves, maybe, right? Um, but it's always going to be warranted because, like, cancer is a very uh, strong sign, but it's also a very receptive sign, too. So it's one that I think if uh, Mercury's there, going to be good at, you know, debate, let's say, because he can dish it out as much as he'll be able to take it. You know what I mean? And so that's the kind of energy that's going to be there um, for people. And it's just a very different sign. You know, with that being said, like, you know, happy birthday to all you Cancers and um, late July Leos. Happy, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Um, July is mostly the month for the sign of Cancer. Mm -hmm. And it is a beautiful sign. Like, you know, I, I say this about all the signs, but I really do love all the signs, you know. And Cancer is um, an energy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's the beer. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can control that. Sorry. My condolences. <laughs> I, uh, but... <laughs> I mean, go big or go home. Come yeah, on. Yeah, really. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, but Cancer is. Uh, 
a really awesome sign. It's it's a cardinal water sign. So water sign. Uh, and remember, we were talking last time about like the primary elements, you know, hot, cold, dry and wet. Right. Cancer is a sign that is uh, it's a water sign. Right. So it is cold and wet. Right. So and what that means is when you have a sign that is cold, um, that doesn't mean that they're like distant necessarily, but it means that it is a sign that is very, um, uh, it's very grounded, <laughs> I guess you could say. Because remember, heat rises, cold sinks kind of a thing. It's, or it drops, you know, so it's one that is very grounded. It's one that is stationary. It's one that can be more inert rather than dynamic, you know. Um, it's kind of that, um, feminine principle, you know, uh, one that is more receptive, more passive, um, energetically, but because it's also wet, that means that it is a sign that is very inclusive and likes to create ease and comfort, right? So it's basically, it's the home body sign, but it's also, um, a cardinal sign, right? So this is a sign that gets stuff started. You know, it likes to make sure that if there's a plan, then we're going to get on track to make sure that plan moves forward in the best possible way, ways, <laughs> you know, so I kind of call this the, the soccer mom energy, you know what I mean? Where it's very grounded. We're going to get all of our ducks lined in a row and we're going to make sure the kids get off to school with like the best school supplies, you know, like we're, we're going to make sure that things get off to a good start, not just because it's practical, but because it's what feels right. You know, when we know that things have started off in the best way, we get this sense of comfort. We get this sense of security. You know, there's not a lot that we have to worry about because everything has been set up so well that we have the freedom now to like not worry you know and and that 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 is really the ultimate thing isn't it for everybody to have that sense of freedom because when you're free it means that you're stable and you really can start from point zero and go in any direction that you want because everything is possible because you're set isn't that you just know? like a lovely concept? You know, <laughs> that is that is what the energy of cancer is about, you know, and it's a water sign. So it's really all about this idea of achieving the, that sense of liberation, the freedom, because all of your needs have been met. You know, it is the sign. Um, and, and that's, I think, oftentimes why cancer is associated with, you know, the mother sometimes because you know not just because it's a sign that's ruled by the moon you know but because just by nature of it being water and being cardinal you know it's all of those things combined are really all about that sense of having security you know and when we talk about just the archetype of cancer you know it's the crab cancer in latin literally means crab <laughs> oh, really? yeah it really means that um and that's that's really what it is you know you think about the crab and the crab is one that you know 
will definitely pinch and bite you if you get too close, right? But it's also a sign that even though it's very, I guess, um, energetically forward moving, it actually sidesteps, right? Like practically in the real world, you know? So the way it moves around is actually on the periphery and just makes sure that the boundaries are set so that forward movement movement can happen. You know what I mean? So it's a very interesting way of moving forward by moving side to side. You know what I mean? Um, and it's, it's a really cool sign. Um, I think another really cool thing about cancer that kind of goes unstated is it's a sign that is very much attuned to itself um, as far as having a power of like restoration it's about being able to retreat back into your shell mm -hmm. so you can rejuvenate to restore you know to be able to come back out recharged you know so that's that's part of like what makes cancer archetypically a very nurturing sign because it has those kinds of um self-awareness faculties you know what i mean and it's i think it's a really important energy to carry you know just knowing where your personal boundaries are so uh with with all of that being said uh, the mythology behind cancer because i know you guys wait for this <laughs> is actually it's cool but it's, it's not as epic as like the other ones it's actually pretty simple i have a, yeah. my own version of cancer yeah. mythology oh really it's it's nothing to do with any accuracy but cancer's everywhere you're gonna be like yeah, yeah, that's right. Anyway, go, ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Okay, so the the story or the mythology that that I know actually comes from Greek mythology, and um, actually has a lot to do with our favorite hero, zero to hero, Hercules. Hercules, <laughs> Hercules. Yes. Uh, so we know that Hercules um, had those 12 labors, you know, um, where he had to defeat some kind of monster. Anyway, after the first two, um, he went into this, like, psychological, like, spin where in the middle of, like, you know, trying to defeat one of the monsters or something like that, or in between one monster to the next, I can't remember exactly, but he basically murdered his wife and his kids. Um, and okay. so for, I guess, repentance or something, you know, like he asked the Oracle of Delphi, what should I do? And the Oracle basically said, okay, so you're going to find this king and you're basically going to be in service to him to do stuff, whatever he says, and that's how you're going to win the grace of the gods back, you know, kind of a thing. And so he does. And he basically, after the first two labors, this king, this new king's like, okay, I have like all these challenges for you. I have all these monsters you got to beat and you're going to do it. And basically one of the first ones was he had to fight the Hydra, right? And you know, that monster, it's like, it has like a whole bunch of different heads, but every time he would cut off one head, two more would grow in its place like instantly. Mm -hmm. And so he had to figure out a cunning way to defeat this without using a sword right so he ended up burning it 
Um, but what they don't tell you as part of the Hydra story is, you know, Juno or Hera, I should say, still really wanted Hercules to like not be alive, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so any chance she could, she would try to like thwart, you know, his missions. And as he was fighting the Hydra, um, she fig she 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 was thinking, you know, he's gonna figure out how to beat this Hydra, so I'm gonna throw another monster at him to kind of distract him so that maybe the Hydra will win. <laughs> and basically summoned um uh Car I can't even remember the name now. It's like been a while since I've heard this story, but it's like Carcinos or something like that. Basically, it was the giant sea crab monster, which ended up being... It was actually just of... Timotoa from Moana, but this was like <laughs> pre-rhinestone. But basically, it was, yeah, it was this giant crab monster um, and basically sent the crab to, like, fight Hercules as he was fighting the Hydra. The crab gave a good fight. Hercules beat the crab and then beat the Hydra, but... And then he had a kick-ass fucking crab boil afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> but Hera was so pleased that the crab laid down its life to try to please her in this effort, so she immortalized the crab cancer in the sky. And she, okay. and she immortalized the crab right next to Leo, which was the other monster that Hercules beat. And what's interesting is I, I believe, I'll have to double check this, but I want to say that the Hercules constellation is actually close to both of those. I think. Probably. I think. That's I think. kind of adorable, but also but like your murderers just like chilling near your like celestial resting place. I kind of want to like check this out right now too, just to double check While it. But you do that, I just want to share that. So first of all, I'm sure like many of you listening, your first introduction really into Greek mythology was from Disney's Hercules. So when Jarrell just said that Hercules, A, had a fucking wife that wasn't Meg, or maybe it, oh, it was, was Meg. Meg. Oh. It was Megra. Megra was the one he murdered. What the fuck? Okay, yeah. my mind And their is kids, blown. yeah. <laughs> my mind is complete, because he like... Okay, all right. The I need to go and like, the drama. I, I have to go watch the the cartoon now and just think that you know all is fine and they're gonna live happily ever after and Danny DeVito's gonna be there cheering them on. Um, so that just you know scarred me for life. But does anyone else wonder where the fuck these deities keep all these monsters? Like, does Hera just have a closet full of them? Does she keep her monsters next to her shoes? What the fuck? Yeah, she just creates them as they go. <laughs> so, I mean, that's kind of cool. So, while Jarrell's looking that up, I'm going to tell you my cancer mythology. Okay. It's it's like millennial mythology. That's, that's what we're going to call it. Okay. Right. So, when I was learning about ast what little I do know about astrology, someone was like, well, look at, look at the animal 
that cancer represents and you'll, you'll understand a little bit about them like they're very stubborn because they walk sideways like no one else no other animal walks sideways except them so they have to like march to the beat of their own drum in some way but they still get it done they still get wherever they need to go and look at them they're really big and scary and they have armor and these big claws but they're also really easy to crack open they're soft and mushy gushy inside so i'm like okay so that started to give me an idea of how like sensitive but pinchy and scary cancers can kind of be especially if you've ever had any interaction with the crab before which i have like you see where they like they don't fuck with me snap 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 you know so this brings me to where i kind of see it now i call one of my friends my fussy crab is what i call her and um i'll send her and like any of my other cancer friends especially when they're getting particularly snappy that that gif or jif however you say it it's basically someone gave a crab a steak knife and it like pinched it and it's like flailing the knife and like chasing <laughs> after the person with the camera i'm like yeah there you go that's that's cancer so that, that's my mythology for any of you guys yeah. that have seen that like if you haven't pause this right now and <laughs> go on your phone and like look it up it's it's pretty fucking amazing that's awesome i love that pretty great so where where is hercules in, in respect to actually friends? not anywhere close to like cancer but in leo good for the yeah. i have decided that i like i no longer like him he's like up there with like saturn and fucking zeus like, yeah it turns out he's actually right next to ophiuchus question for yeah. you though why is Hera so hellbent on killing hercules like i mean she's married to the universe's biggest fucking hoe like she's right. he's got to have a million fucking kids out out of out of wedlock with her. Like does she try and kill all of them or there's just like fuck this one in particular? No, she she actually tries to get all of them. Okay, so she's yeah. a busy lady. She's a busy lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean it makes sense. Like I mean I I mean I just don't know why she doesn't go after the dude that's actually like cheating on her though, you right. know? Like that's that's the thing. I mean like if I were the goddess of marriage, I mean, I'd be mad. Also, you can we talk I mean? about the like... irony there that the goddess of marriage is married to the universe's biggest hoe? Yeah. Oh, and on top of that, she's her sis. She's his sister. Oh yeah, God. they're yeah. all like. <laughs> yeah, they're all related. They're to siblings. Each other. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's kind of always... weird. Maybe that's why all of the mythology is so bizarre. Like. They got mad because of blah blah. I like, mean, just like okay, this will yeah, make a little bit more it, sense. It's 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 also just kind of. I mean, but you know, I think times were different back then. It's just it's weird to us because we see all of that as like incest these days. But I mean, like when you even think about, let's say, like Hades and Persephone. I mean, Persephone is his niece. I was gonna say, like, it's his niece. Like, his, <laughs> you like, know, teenage like teenage niece. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is almost completely off topic but so there's this band that i've recently discovered called the dead south like mm -hmm. really cool like kind of like murder ballady bluegrass i guess mm -hmm. anyway i they have a song i forget what the fuck it's called but it's all about incest it's hilarious though because it's like if you're not really listening to it you don't catch it and the first time you're actually paying attention you're like wait what the fuck <laughs> right so good on them for that it was, it was just like starting to realize so it's a really funny song but I bet if I were to go back and listen to it now, it's just going to remind me of Zeus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> All right. So that was a nice little digression, but yes. 
back to July. Um, so, um, yeah, so we've got these ingresses happening on the 4th. Um, so that that's a lot to just happen in, like, just the first four days, right? But, I mean, this is also kind of setting up where the rest of the month is going. So we've got Mars going into Taurus, which is basically where he will be the rest of the month. Mercury is a very quick moving planet. So he's going into Cancer on the 4th as well, but is actually going to ingress into another sign at the end of the month. We'll get into that. But um, while he's in Cancer, um, on the 13th, we're going to have a pretty big celestial event. We're going to have a full moon in Capricorn. Um, and this full moon is going to be interesting energetically because we're in the sign of cancer right the sun is in cancer but the moon is going to be stationed opposite where the sun is in capricorn right so that's a lot of big like mom and dad are fighting energy <laughs> you know but and the only reason i say that is because um uh the moon in Capricorn is because a lot of people will consider the moon being like you know the big mom planet whereas Capricorn which is ruled by Saturn is kind of like the dad that says no to everything planet you know what I mean so but we've got the moon now in uh, or sorry the sun is in Cancer but the moon is in Capricorn sorry um, and that dynamic is so interesting because that ley line I think is really all about nature versus nurture right you know like what is really important to you and the moon is going to reflect exactly that you know what I mean the sun is going to be in a place in cancer where he's shining on all of the things that um are comfortable to you that can really move you in the right direction especially in an, the emotional sense uh, you know to what feels right but then the moon is now in a place that is very cold and dry because it's capricorn it's an earth sign right but it's also cardinal it's very forward moving too and it's very much like okay so you know what works for you you know what will meet your needs but is it really you know what I mean? It's it's more grounded, you know, and it's very stern and it's very austere, you know, and it's basically the moon going into that space that is very like, oh, what's the word for it? It's just, it's very firm. You know what I mean? It's like um, um, tough love. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Tough love energy. So I would say that if you were going to do magic with this moon, I would say like, go into a space that is more introspective and reflective and take a good hard look in the mirror, you know, because it really is that kind of energy for that. You know what I mean? Um, more than a manifesty moon, but that's just me personally. You know what I mean? Um, and I think, and that's going to be surprisingly like when the moon is going to be at its fullest, 
in the sky ironically it's gonna be like in the morning like when you can't see it it. (laughs) when you can't see it but that doesn't mean that you can't work with it at night you know what i mean because you know that's a thing sometimes we think like oh there's a full moon outside and we just think that's like the peak and that's the the biggest it's ever gonna be but sometimes the biggest or the fullest it'll ever be is actually in the day when you can't see it you know um you know i've always read and been told by different people that like to work with the full moon energy like you've got the three days before and the three days after After, yeah and after being in a coven and seeing what a clusterfuck everyone's schedule is i'm seriously convinced that that was just like something created by like a very like (laughs) exasperated fucking high priest or priestess just so that ever like (laughs) all right it counts it fucking counts Not if you're doing astrological magic, though. You you've got a window. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yes. Um, no got... such thing as pagan standard time for astrologers. <laughs> yeah, no, it's you miss the time. You miss the time. You missed it. Yeah. You missed it. And you know the, the the thing that really sucks about astrological magic is like when you find a good election, which is rare to find like a perfect election, but when you do, and you miss that window, you'll never get it back ever again at least not in your lifetime see that's gotta be like this whole fucking like pressure because there's been times that you've told me just specific days like forget timing just days and i'm like okay i know like the 24th of this month is gonna be really good and i have to do this and then like a million things get in the way i'm like no 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 no, it's the 24th you don't understand like so i can only imagine like I don't understand why more astrologers aren't stressed out. I feel like if I was deeper into astrology, like with all of these really special windows of time, I'll never get back. I feel like it would just lend itself to my anxiousness. Yeah. I mean, but there's also a lot of astrologers that don't practice magic either. You know what I mean? Um, I think it's for the, the witchy ones that do it's, it's a little bit more urgent, you know, but even for myself as like, you know, witchy astrologer, right like i see all these events that happen but sometimes my life is just busy and i don't have the time to really prepare everything or it's hard to find the time or actually it's hard to make the time i should say you know what i mean and you know you just you just know that even though something else will come along it's not going to be the same at all because that's a thing like you can definitely find the moon or mercury and venus and gemini again but it's not going to be aspecting to the same planets when it does. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, and that's why I say, like, when you find a good astrological election, try to take advantage of it as much as you can, because you'll never get that same combination of back again, mm-hmm. at least not mm-hmm. in your lifetime. You know what I mean? Especially when it comes to those slow moving planets, like, oof, like getting mercury and venus to line up in the same places like that's easy because they move quick enough but like if you're trying to get venus and mercury in that same exact space but then saturn in the same space that it was it will never happen in your lifetime it just won't it won't you know so that's so interesting though yeah it's it's just like it's an interesting thought like i mean wait this is a little bit more general but like with anything like we're never gonna get that moment back again you know and so like recently it was kind of like brought to my attention this way it's that like the butterfly can never go back to the 
cocoon. Like, stop trying to go backwards because that's never going to happen. You have four was only like, you'll never get those moments back. Yeah. But like, and, and that's true. And that's something to really think about when like that was said to me. I was like, damn, that just like hit home in all of the ways I didn't know I needed to hear. But like mm-hmm. with astrology, it's like these really special moments that yeah. like so many different ingredients had to come together to make it like you literally you're never going to get that again. Like you personally will never see that again. Yeah. And it's it's crazy to think like that. But no, it's true. Because the thing is, we'll see like another eclipse, you know, in Taurus again. But the planets won't be in the same place anyway. But um, but yeah, so we we've got that full moon. Um, I think it's going to be a very powerful one as well. Um, And then as we go on through the month, we've got all of this, a, a lot of signs now chugging through the sign of cancer. And then on the 17th, midway through the month, we have Venus now entering Cancer. So now we've got the Sun, we've got Venus, we've got Mercury all in that sign. So that's going to be like a prime time to do really cancer, Cancerian energy things is like by the 17th. And I have to say like Venus is a sign that, uh, sorry, it's a planet that does really well in the sign of Cancer. The thing is, it's kind of like on paper it's a very neutral place she doesn't hate that sign she doesn't love that sign but she does have some kind of strange dignity in that sign you know she has a decan that's that's hers in that sign she has a term you know um anyway she has segments of that sign that belong to her is what i want to say so she does have dignity there and she does really well and it's such a great place for her to be in because you know she in that sign is very much about like bringing the things of comfort and ease to your life and she's not so much concerned in that sign about the social aspects of things but she's more about the nurturing aspects in your life you know so it's a really gentle venus when she's there and we get her in that sign basically for the rest of the month which is very cool so that's actually a nice time to do like um sort of like self-love restorate restorative you know practices and magic nurturing stuff nurturing stuff mm-hmm. yeah i love venus and cancer i think that's even though she's not exalted she's not domicile in that sign she just does really well there i think you have to realize like all the different dynamics of venus and a lot of times we just think of her as the love goddess and stuff but she does have a mothering side to her yeah. and that nurturing side to her so maybe like cancer is what brings that out yeah yeah, she gets to be soccer mom and be. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Get you a goddess that can do all of it. All the things, yeah. <laughs> so, and then a few days after that, we have Mercury. Remember, I told you he moves fast. Like, he ingressed into Cancer on the fourth, but now, literally by the nineteenth, that's like two weeks later, he's in San Leo, and that is a big shift for. Um, energetic shift for mercury because now mercury is going to be in a sign that's very grand you know it's very fiery leo is definitely a light (laughs) you know uh it's it's big sun energy you know what i mean and we'll get more into leo in the next episode but like um mercury in that sign is very big talk some big game (laughs) you know what i mean oh boy 
boy. <laughs> talk some big game. Uh, but also, if the cards are right for you, um, you can actually do really well. Anytime Mercury is in a fire sign, he's definitely a lot more showy, but can also walk the talk if your cards are right. You know what I mean? So... Um, I think it's a it's a very dynamic sign and um, but also a sign that if he's in it um, you can be a little reckless with the things that you say <laughs> you know uh, as it would be with any fire you know energy um, and then shortly after that literally two days later the Sun will ingress into Leo and then now we're in Leo season by the 22nd um, basically later in the month we have a bunch of planets that are going through cancer and then they're gonna slowly tiptoe into leo uh by the end of the month and here's the thing remember i was saying earlier um if you've got a lot of placements in those fixed signs this is where um things can start getting really heady for you and really like just a lot um that leo energy just in itself is a lot but when you have it squaring some big stuff in the sky because remember leo is in that prime position as a sign that is squaring taurus and that's where uranus is remember we've been talking about that saturn uranus square oh don't think we forgot about that that's actually still happening oh god yeah that's that's why it's tough for fixed sign people this year is because of that uranus placement and because saturn is still in aquarius so now all the planets are starting to head into a sign leo which is right across aquarius in the sky where saturn is so now there's that opposition in all of the planets um particularly in august though are going to start coming head to head with that saturn energy on top of squaring that uranus energy and this is how the e the end of july is going to be i don't mean to interrupt i'm so sorry i'm trying so hard to be fucking quiet and the more i try to be quiet the more noise i'm making <laughs> i am so sorry everyone that can hear that i was just trying to take a picture because I can in my headphones, I can hear the dog snoring. <laughs> so I wanted to take a picture to be like, this is what was happening. And in the middle of it, I just made so much noise. I apologize. <laughs> it's it's all right. But at the end of the month, on the 28th, we've got another fun thing that we can work with. We've got a new moon in Leo. And personally, I like it whenever the moon does stuff in Leo because it's the other bright light um, sign in the sky and so a lot of things that you wouldn't normally see become amplified and become more visible in a sign that is ruled by a luminary right so we had that new moon at the beginning uh, sorry at the end of June in Cancer Cancer is ruled by the moon and then at the end of this month we've got the moon in a new phase in the sign of Leo so this is um, a prime time to start a beginning, possibly, or start having um, a conscious decision to have a different perception or a different perspective about something that is bigger than yourself. You know what I mean? Okay. So, so right. yeah, I think uh, that, but you know, with that being said, I don't want to like 
downplay that you know things might not be crazy that's just gonna go without saying <laughs> but this month is gonna start crazy it's gonna end crazy however that ends up manifesting to you, for you I don't know yeah you know like I can't you know when we're talking about these things so generally it's hard to make like exact predictions predictions you know what I mean mm -hmm. so yeah. but with that being said yeah, all of that stuff is going to start coming head-to-head -head at the end of the month. All the energies are there to be conflicting, you know, and uh, there's the energy there to cause tension at the end of the month. Don't know how that'll happen for you guys. I'm sorry. But like, so just everyone take deep breaths, make good life choices, yeah. and but, it's okay to be mad, and it's okay to be emotional, especially right now. But take those feelings and put them into a logical course of action yeah. where you can feel like you're making a difference and know that you're making a difference without putting yourself in any kind of danger or situation that you later realize will, like, minimize your your purpose, I guess, mm -hmm. is the way to kind of put that. So it's just, like, it's definitely a time with what it sounds like the planets are doing is, you know, like that saying, work smarter, not harder. Right, exactly. Know? And I think the theme, even from last month, which is, you know, slow down, mm -hmm. Br try to breathe, yeah. because at the end of the day, you need to breathe. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's one thing if you have a lot of things to do, and you need to, like, act on the things that you have to. You know what I mean? But be cautious be safe don't be reckless <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. like the energies are there to be stirred and you just I would I would hope that you're not the one to do it <laughs> you know what I mean so but it, it doesn't mean that it's gonna be a bad month it just means that the energy I mean not even challenging it's just it's easy to be stirred oh. You know, the pot's going to be easy to be stirred if you stir it, you yeah. know. It's kind of one of those. It can go any way, and whatever way it goes, it's going to go to an extreme, potentially, you know. Mm -hmm. So, and that's not necessarily challenging, but it will be if you stir the pot, you know. Mm. So. so go get your comfort cannoli and hide in it. That's right. Yeah, mm -hmm. or you can do that. <laughs> lean into that cancer energy and find your comfort yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly and can i just say while we're talking about cannolis when we we're in new jersey we had a bunch of different cannolis <laughs> i think i already said this but i'm just gonna say it again monica your bakery that you took us to sucked it was not good <laughs> rispoli's was amazing but with that said we went and got cannolis recently uh, at like my favorite like Italian deli here, dude, it was garbage. It sucked yes, so, sucked bad. so bad. Yep. Like now I see what Monica's complaining about because it's fresh in my head. What they what they taste like on the East Coast. It's you know what it, it is. It's the cinnamon. They put cinnamon in their cannoli like in the oh. shell, and like with and it's just a little bit. Like it's hardly even there. But when you taste it without it, like it, it's yeah, it's not bland. good. Yep. And, you know, I mm. think you're right. The more I thought about it, I think that store is now a front for the mafia. It's, it's totally a fucking front. Like, <laughs> we're talking about this fucking bakery. We go in. Jarrell, this place hasn't been updated since, like, the fucking 70s. Okay. Yeah. okay. It was empty. It was not the same as there it was. There was, like, three kinds of cookies in, like, this dusty-ass display case. Oh, my God. 
and these two guys that were running the place, and I was that, like, like, who the hell? didn't even know the names of the fucking, like, pastries yeah, and shit. Like, I tried to ask what something was called. He's like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It was really <laughs> Like, the back door, you could see people. It was, like, the back door from, like, this little shop was, like, a hallway or something, because you could see a bunch of different people walking back and forth. I'm like... Of course, Monica takes me to a fucking front, flies me across the fucking country to take me to a front bakery so she can get a fucking rum cake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, that is only something yeah. you could do, but it's, it's totally a front. Yeah. Yeah. Now I, that I thought about it afterward, uh-huh. I was like, yeah, she's right. I think it is now. Yep. There's two dudes. You know, who are those yeah. two? I never saw dudes running that place and like, like jeans. Who the fuck are you? You know, and they're like, yeah. It Did you like say really it like that? Oh. Yeah, it was just, they were just like really interesting. Oh, and it's all cash only too. It's only cash only. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. So, yeah, well, it was interesting. You know. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean they didn't take Apple Pay? Right. Yeah, no, Dude, no. Okay, I didn't know what Apple Pay was until uh-huh. like five months ago. Oh, really? Someone asked me, I was working in like the front counter at Greenman. Someone's like, you take Apple Pay? I'm like, the fuck is apple pay yeah yeah i'm like i don't know hold on i have to find out like, what the fuck is this anyway yeah, yeah. <laughs> who, who knows don't let me run a business i'll turn it into the next fucking front bakery just because of my <laughs> lack of technology Shit. anyway well <laughs> thank you so much Thank you, Jirelle. <laughs> Thank you for, for always me. coming in and giving us such wonderful insight. Thank You're you right. to everyone that listened to the end because I made an ungodly amount of noise tonight. Yeah, I'm she sorry. can't blame me this time. I was no, a good girl. It was me. I was a no, good little witch. No, it was witch. you like the first part. I had to make you sit back. Anyway, no, I'm just I'm fidgety. I can't help it. I don't know what it is. So I apologize, guys. Thank you for <laughs> for sticking through. Who is everyone's shout outs? I, I can start if you Okay, guys... go ahead, go. Okay, so my shout-out is to Melina. She is my fussy crab friend. So this is this is the astrology episode for your birthday. Happy birthday, fussy crab. I love you. I'm going to shout-out to um, a listener of uh, Wine Spirits and Witches who had a reading with me today. Her name is Bella. So this goes out to you. Thanks for being uh, so supportive of our show. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks for, thanks for listening, Bella. Oh, I guess I I want to do a shout out to uh, my brother and my roomie because they are my bestest cancer claw friends. There you go. <laughs> oh, happy birthday! To happy you, birthday! Yeah, happy birthday, to all the cancers out there. Yes, yeah. yes. Jarrell, are you? Do you have anything exciting going on for the month of July that people can catch you for? Any oh classes, yeah. Events? Anything going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, toward the end of July, I know I said this last time, but I have my shamanism series that's ha- that was happening. Well, it got postponed because we had COVID spikes. Yes. And so, it, yeah, it got postponed. But as of right now, it is postponed to the uh, end of July. If any of you are interested in taking um, a, c- a six-week course with me. <laughs> and this is uh, in-person only, correct? This is an in-person only So this class. would be for our L.A.-based listeners. Right. Yeah. All right, so you guys can check that out, get more information about that class and the other ones at thegreenmanstore.com. I'm currently teaching an Elemental Magic series. Monica's currently teaching a Wicca 101 series. Generally, we all three of us have something going on. There's always some kind of class that you can take with us, something of that nature. So please 
feel free to reach out if you guys need any more information. I'd be more than happy to try and get that to you. And cheers to everyone. I hope that July treat you well is bearable. May you guys all have a happy Fourth of July. May nothing get any stupider than it already is. How about that? Yeah, there you go. I like it. Cheers. Uh Cheers to that. Hell yeah. (laughs) Merry meet. Merry part and merry meet again. again.